now tuned into the DFPN, the Dat Villain Podcast Nice to be among the land of the living. Welcome back to No Gimmicks here on the DFPN. I am your host, Black Mac, along with my co-host, Frankie D. I've spent a lot of time away, uh, more than I wanted to. Uh, COVID finally got my ass, like bad, bad. I've had it before, but this one was, this was the one. This is the one I don't want no more. But, uh... I'm I'm glad to be back. Glad to be uh feeling better. Uh thank you everybody for all your prayers and thoughts and and, and good words. Uh, I've seen them all, so I appreciate them. But enough of the mushy shit. Uh welcome back to the show. Uh before we get into what we gotta get into, let's shout out our sponsors, shout out to the plugs, earbuds, go to www.gettheplugs.com. Enter in code DFPN10 for a 10% discount. Also, shout out to Fiverr. Don't forget to join the Patreon. Uh, Max's been doing his Max Trash and Cinema series uh, where he watches the movies with the guys and gives his thoughts on these B-rated movies. So go check that out. Uh, we got another uh, drawing coming up soon. Uh, we got new Patreon exclusive shows dropping. So make sure you guys go check that out. It's $3 a month. Uh, and you can get a ton of content. We got over, I counted. So we have over 210 hours of content on on the Patreon for you guys to go and check out. So yes, I had time. I couldn't do shit but lay in the bed. So I looked at how much hours that we got. 210. After this, it'll probably be about 211. We're going to add this one to the Patreon, so go go check that out, www.patreon.com slash thatfillingpodcast. Uh, go to the band camp. We got new music that's dropping and dropped already. Um, we got new Mark Socks. Damn, I've been going a long fucking time, bro. We got new Mark, Mark Socks. Uh, new, new East Smitty has dropped. He's dropping new music damn near daily on there, so go check that out thatfelon.bandcamp.com. We also have the merch, and it's at the Teespring. Go to teespring.com and search for That Felon Podcast. Now, fabulous Frankie D, it has been a long fucking time. Yeah. A long fucking time. First of all, how are you doing? I'm doing better than you. Fuck you. No, real, no, no, real, real, real. Talk. I'm doing good, man. About you, I'm, I'm, I'm better. Yeah, I can hold a conversation for about ten minutes before I start coughing. That that whole intro still. Uh, I got to catch my breath after that. But other than that, bro, I'm, 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 I'm doing wonderful. 
Well, good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my kid walked in there like one ice cream. Oh, that's another thing, too. Like, I got into making fucking ice cream, which is weird. That's a weird hobby. You got to make an ice cream from scratch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, dude. Like, being cooped up makes you think of weird shit. And I had no fucking taste, so I was just like, as soon as I get my taste back, I'm going to I'm gonna make me some fucking ice cream. Like, And I did. I went and bought Ooh. a fucking ginger creamy, and I learned how to make ice cream with this shit. Shit's fucking hey, delicious. That's cool, man. My aunt, rest <laughs> her soul, she used to make fucking ice cream all the time. Dude, it's so much better when you make it yourself. So much right. better. Right. That homemade you shit. Chemi- you ain't got the chemicals in it they put in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just straight up milk and... and you know, a little bit of milk, a little bit of fresh fruit. Give me some strawberries. My strawberry ice cream is off the fucking chain, bro. Like, it's wild. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've been, I've been pretty much focusing on everything but wrestling. So this is going to be my first topic tonight. Are we losing yeah. interest in wrestling as wrestling fans? I have, I, have, I have theories and questions on why I think we are. What about you? What do you think? I know I have. So you haven't been yeah. watching as much wrestling as... It's, it's, it's a weird time, man. It's a weird time in wrestling. Because we know Vince is gone. Um, Triple H has stepped in. Which we got more on both these two. Triple H has stepped in. You'd think that would have made a, a huge difference. But if you look at the rating, yeah, the rating is there. Uh, AEW Dynamite pretty much has a core core base of fans. They go up, they go down. But for the most part, there's no growth. You know what I mean? There's no growth in either company. So are we, as wrestling fans, losing 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 our interest? I would say for myself, yes. I have not been watching um, wrestling, and you know, and honestly, dude, it, it's it's been a, it's been that way for a while now. Um, way before any of this stuff transpired with Vince McMahon, I just, you know, I will say that I really lost interest as far as Monday Night Wrestling goes, where you know Raw used to be the show to watch. That was years ago. I really lost interest, I would say, right after WCW went out of business. That's when I started losing my interest with Money Night Raw as a whole. I watched during the invasion. I watched when the NWO came in. I watched during the Ruthless Aggression era. But it's just like now, it's kind of like, you know, Vince McMahon is not there anymore, quote, unquote. I kind of like, okay, well, you know, it really is the end of an era for myself personally. Because I just, I can't get into it. You know, I watched a couple of things at SummerSlam. The presentation was a little bit different as far as, you know, the matches were, you know, more story-based and all that. Hey, that's all great. The SummerSlam match with Brock, I was like, with Brock and Roman, I was like, you know what? This match made up for WrestleMania. And I thought the match was entertaining for what it was. But, you know, people out here doing Buck Wild and... Triple H is just basically booking, and I said this same thing about Tony Khan for for weeks on this podcast. 
Triple H is basically at this point, in my opinion, Triple H is booking for that niche NXT audience that used to watch so. black and gold. I mean, if I wasn't if I wasn't watching NXT, okay, I don't know who Dexter Loomis is, and I don't give a damn about Dexter Loomis coming back at, at the end of Raw. <laughs> if I wasn't watching NXT and carrying cross shows up again, why should I care? I wasn't watching it to begin with. So you're basically taking an influx of, of super superstars that were on one brand and trying to integrate them into the main shows, and there's no story there. What's the story mm-hmm. behind Karrion Cross going over? Why is he attacking Drew McIntyre? Oh, he wants the, the Universal Championship. Okay, well, where does Austin Theory fit into this? Where he's Mr. Money in the Bank. So you have a bunch of stuff here that is Triple H booking for that particular audience. It's like, oh... They put Shawn Michaels in charge of getting back Johnny Gargano. What impact is Johnny Gargano actually going to make? I mean, honestly, no. dude, who who gives a shit about Johnny Gargano? And I'm just using him as an example. Who gives a shit? Mm. I don't. You, you may have a point there. Because bring since, back since the theme. Bring back Bray Wyatt. He's, he's not going to do that. He's not going to No, do he won't that. do that. He he will do that. Because here's the thing. William Rotunda, the person behind Bray Wyatt, knows that he can't be Bray Wyatt anywhere else but WWE. So you're going to come back true. to you're going to come back to the place that owns your whole career, pretty much the place where you're going to pretty much make the most money. You're going to go back there because he can't do that gimmick in AEW. You can't do that gimmick anywhere else except WWE because if you try yeah, to do it anywhere else, they're going to sue you. Well, not only that, but if you do that gimmick anywhere else, it may not go over as well. It's not going to go over. Who, who are you going who, who to go out there to peace? The 900 something thousand people that watch Dynamite? Wow. I'm just saying. I think, here, here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think we are entering the age of the uncles. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So when I was younger, like I was and super into pro wrestling. My uncle was the reason I got into it. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'd sit, watch with him, you know what I mean? And we talk about it. And that's all like, that was our, that was, that was our relationship for a long time. Like we sit, talk about wrestling, you know what I mean? Um, and then at a certain point, my uncle just stopped watching that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just, he, he was like, I just can't get into it anymore. And this was around the attitude era. And he was like, I just can't get into it anymore. It's not like it, it's not like it used to be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I it just doesn't appeal to what I watched wrestling as. And I think that's where we are. You know what I mean? Like we're getting into that age to where it just doesn't appeal to what we what we watched and liked as wrestling fans. Oh no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And it's just it's just kind of like what a person like myself, you know, that's seen everything in the business. And, you know, still to this day, you know, people still talk about NWO like it was yesterday. People still talk about, you know, Austin versus the right. game like it was yesterday or the Montreal switch up. You don't hear people talking about the current product that way. And if they are yeah, talking but- about it that way, it's a negativity. It's a negative comment. Right. Right, that's, that's where people. wrestling wrestling fans and, and Star Wars fans are kind of are, are kind of the same. Yeah, is that? But they both complain. But I, I'll give it to you this way: if if you are a kid 
and you're in the pro wrestling right now, right? This is what you want to like. And you this this is what the kid is now. The kids are us when we were kids. Like they see it and they like it. We see it and like this shit ain't what it used to be. You know what I mean? Like that's where we are. But that's exactly where we are. That could be the case in some instances because you gotta remember something. There was a segment of the audience, you know, and we lived through this part as well, that loved John Cena. Yeah. And those those kids that love Cena, they grew up. They are grown. Yeah, they went on and and, and either they stopped watching or they went to somewhere else. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. You know, same thing with the Hogan fans, you know, but, you know, but, but the thing about it was, is that those merchandise numbers are still there for certain people. Merchandise numbers are still there for anything in the Anything Cena. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's still, it's still, it's all, it's all nostalgia. So yeah, it's all nostalgia. I mean, look at, look at, at this look point. At, is, yeah. Look at the rival show on A and E that they put out. They just put out the other day WCW versus WWE. It was probably the highest rated one so far. Behind, I think, I think they did one on Austin or something. No, I was yeah, Austin, yeah, Austin, Austin Rock. right? Yeah, it was the WCW one was the the second highest one that they've done. Yep. So it just shows you right there. There's this, a a segment of the audience there that will watch the nostalgia. That's why I guess when people say, "Oh, well, people that watch the WWE Network, they're 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 watching it for the current." No, they're not. You look at the Reddit no. posts like I do. People want the classic content. That's what they're why. That's why they got the thing. They're not watching it for this current crop of bullshit that they have out there. I know I'm not. And you'll have the you, occasional can, from at least me. Like I, I watch all the classic shit because that's where. You know what I mean? I watch it. That's why I got the subscription. Like, I like going back and looking at those moments. But yeah. occasionally, like the occasional pay-per-view, if it's good, I'll watch it. But, you know, here's the thing. People say, people say, oh, okay, well, you know, Triple H is in charge now, and, you know, let, let's give him some time. Look, bro, SummerSlam... Triple H was talking. He did a press conference where he says that they were working, having writing the shows, like up all night writing the shows. The man's in control now. Okay, it, it, it's not rocket science on how to book the shit. It's some elements you got to turn around and change. But but for the most part, when Vince McMahon resigned and was gone, that's when they mm-hmm. took over creatively. They probably had to do some things and get some things going there for SummerSlam, but now it's the Hunter Show. And when well, I see I, it with I the Hunter Show, I see NXT, Black and Gold. That's what I see. Yeah, but honestly, honestly, and this is why my expectation for SummerSlam was not high, because Vince resigned the Friday before SummerSlam. SummerSlam yeah. was, was Saturday. Vince re- resigned. I'm not resigning. He retired Friday. So I'm like, you're not going to get a great you, – if you want the change immediately at SummerSlam, you're not going to get that. Although, well, I think SummerSlam was an actual – it was actually a decent pay-per-view. Oh, I, I, I think it was – yeah, I, I agree with that. It, 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 was a, it was a decent pay-per-view. But here, here's the thing with SummerSlam. SummerSlam does not need to be in a stadium. Yeah, that's true. It, it's, it's not – SummerSlam is not on that level. You have WrestleMania, which is two nights now. That's your stadium dome show. SummerSlam, the Rumble, 
all these different events, they don't need to be in stadiums. They should just be in you know arenas. At SummerSlam to me, just do you think me personally it didn't look it didn't look good that way? This didn't look good. Do you think WWE needs to play smaller arenas like normally? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm kind of the opposite. Go back to the they need to go back to the drawing board when it comes because they're not they're, they're not they're not really drawing shit. You know, they have they have a certain core people I that are gonna go to they're gonna go have a certain core people that are gonna go see Monday Night Raw. Bruh, I'm not that far. You. I'm not that far from ATT Center. All right. Uh, Raw was yeah. just out here. Uh, I had no interest in going. Well, yeah, because they haven't really they haven't really hit you over the head with anything. But no, it's the same shit. <clears throat> Yeah, it's the same show. The whole show, that whole show has look, they the whole show has I don't know. I mean, yeah, Vince retired and he's resigned and all that and whoopie whoop and all that's fine. The show still has a lot of elements that makes me believe that Vince McMahon is still somehow involved. Exactly. Changing exactly. people's names and shit. That's a Vince. Yeah. That is a Vince. Uh, yeah. that, that is a That changing <clears throat> people's names and shit, that's a Vince McMahon move. You go from EO Shirai to EO Sky. Makes no damn sense. And this is why I said, like, you put up a post about a week ago, and I'm like, looking at this, bro, like, it's hard to it's hard to say Vince is gone because his fingerprints are still on it. And that's what it appears to be. His fingerprints are still there. And I I, I think they may they may actually they may be slow winding this thing down into the into like what they want it to be. And you can kind of see, you can kind of see that's where they're trying to go. Like they're trying to go their own route and you could tell, but there's Vince still in there. They have no choice, but to go their own route because yeah. you can't look, people can say whatever they want to about Vince McMahon. It can, whatever you can have your opinion of the man. What I, what I think of Vince McMahon is, is the guy that, he took this this whole thing to a different plane that hadn't been seen before. The only person I can say that could probably have matched him with doing that is Jim Crockett, and and, and Jim Crockett promotions what they were trying to that. do. Okay, that that's the only one that could could have done it, and that's that. why Vince McMahon looked at Crockett as such a threat because Crockett had the the influence to be on pay per view. Crockett was the first Crockett had cable. Was, Crockett yeah, had cable. cable. He had Turner. So, I mean, the very first pay-per-view was Starcade. Yeah. So they beat them. They beat they WWF at the time. They beat them to that. So that's why Vince always saw them as, as a threat. That was his closest threat was Jim Crockett Promotions, which would later become World Championship Wrestling when they bought, you know, Ted Turner bought the company in 1988. Bottom line is that nobody can do it like Vince McMahon, period. I think Triple H realizes I can't do it like Vince. I'm going to do it my way. Okay, and, and who's to say that his way is going to be any better than what you're getting right now? I mean, right now, it's like, you know, we were talking before we got on there and started recording. It's the honeymoon phase right now. Yep. People want to check They're it out. People want to yep. see what's happening. But look at the rating from when they started after SummerSlam and look at it this week, how it dropped down a little bit. Yep. People are seeing it, it and they're saying, and they're saying, oh, man, there ain't nothing different going shit. on here. It's the same God, shit. Yeah. It's the, the same, same show. And like I said before, People were like, oh my God, Dexter Loomis, Dexter. Gives a fuck. Yeah, I don't know the dude. I, I, I don't know the guy. All I see is now, some fucking bug, bug died fucking guy 
what a what a what what some fucking ugly ass statues <laughs> out there, you know, looking like a, a homicidal maniac. If that's his gimmick, you know, the same. I mean, I, you know, I saw some of his work in, in TNA. He was saying, you know, Sam Shaw. I, you know, same dude. Yep. But I just, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see the whole. I mean, I just don't get it. You know, no, like, oh, you know, you're gonna bring up these other people that's on NXT right now from 2.0. Okay, well, nobody watches that show. So is it gonna matter? No. People definitely don't give a fuck about NXT 2.0. You think they don't care about about anything else? They don't care about NXT 2.0 because you did away with the old. You did away with the the one thing they cared about in WWE. And what is the and what and what NXT 2.0? And I still don't understand this till this day. What demographic are they trying to reach on that show? They don't know. They don't know. I, I don't get. I don't. I don't get the entire 2.0. I, I don't understand all the damn goofy ass <laughs> colors they got going on there. I just don't understand. It. I, I when we started doing this, I was like, you know, they got the the down south song as the intro and all. I'm like, who are they? I mean, who are you? The demographic is is it is it the the suburban kids? Is it is it is it you know the shy rock savages? Is it all the dope boys? Who's the who's the demographic they trying to reach here? They don't I still know. Understand to this day. They don't fucking I'm know. Good. And that probably is around the time when Vance got with that one, you know, quote unquote, you know, got with that one paralegal, and she probably liked Wale and decided, you know, you should do this, and that's when he was like, "I'm gonna get Wale in here." Exactly. <laughs> like everybody knows when Vince was wearing a, when Vince was wearing a do rag out there. Get Wale in here. He'll do numbers. Yeah, so I, I started saying the demographic with that, bro. Just, I don't, I don't get it. So that's why I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like Cornette now. I'm just, I'm stuck in my ways. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. You were trying to get me a minute ago. You funny thing. You were trying to coerce me into watching Game of Thrones. I said, "Fuck, hey, we ain't got there yet. Watching, we ain't got, I ain't watching that. We ain't got shit. there yet. We ain't I'm got just there saying, yet. I, ain't, I ain't watching that shit. We ain't got there yet. I ain't watching. Real, just real. Skipping ahead." Real, I, well, I'm just telling you. I'm putting it out there. Shit. You got to fucking shit. watch it. Fuck that, bro. You got to open your mind and watch that shit. You'll be like, God damn, this shit is scandalous. I'm good. This shit is scandalous. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I ain't going to. I ain't going to do the segment now. You just, you ruined it, damn it. You ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks. My my bash. My bad. Damn it. I just ruined it, damn it. Ruined it. Yeah. It was like, well, that's Vince, right? <laughs> you ruined it, damn it. You ruined it. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So that's what I'm talking about, man. That's classic. That's classic shit. That's classic. That's a classic scene from Raw from 1998 when Mike Tyson appeared. You know what I mean? Yep. I can't tell you a classic singing from last week because I ain't there was none. <laughs> real quick, real quick before before we get into before we get into Triple H, uh, I will say from from Raw, they did one interesting thing, and it was it was something that I wasn't expecting, but it led to Dexter Loomis. But the way they set that up was actually pretty great it's because. Yeah, because they seen it and everybody seen it and like no one said shit about it. They just kept going on with the show. 
And then like throughout the show, you kept seeing shit happen. Like people running, I'm like, and all show, I'm like, are they gonna fucking address what the fuck is going on here at all? Like n- nothing. Like it's people are fucking losing their mind. It's a rehash. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's a, a rehash. rehash but I actually liked it. It's I actually liked it. I seen. I, I I thought Rikisha did it better. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Rikisha did it better, but I still appreciated it. The fact it the that rock. you knew something was happening. The fact that uh-huh. you knew something was happening and no one addressed that shit, they just kept going on like... You know the problem I have with that? You know the problem I have with that? What, what problem? The problem, I have, the, the problem I have with it is simply this. You're you're trying to, to do a show. They're, they're trying to take the playbook of Monday Nitro is what they're doing. You know, Nitro would have all these unexpected events that would happen on the show that looked like it wasn't supposed to happen, Right? WWE is doing that right now, but here's the problem with that. People have been watching the show for years, and it's so clean and, and sanitized that you already know it's some bullshit when they do it. Because, you know what I mean? You can't play it off like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. It's not, it doesn't come off natural because the show has hey, been right. so and the show has been so tailored and so clean. You know, and it's just it, it just it doesn't have that the grittiness that Nitro had when the outsiders would come and, and attack out of nowhere. That yeah, was shit that, that no one real. Is, yeah, no one that no shit one looked, expected that, that shit looked real. Yeah, yeah well, nobody that's my point. But you know, somebody I mean this whole thing and like oh he comes back and no one gave a damn. This no one true. cared. This is true. People were talking about, oh, maybe they botched this, you know, botched them. But you, botched you're not nothing. gonna. People didn't know who the fuck he was. You're not. You're not gonna get that in this day and age. Like, why not? You're not gonna. You're not gonna get these angles the in this people. day and age. It's the same people. So why not? You got the you same people it. working there. You got the same people working there that were working there when you had those angles going down. You still got Bruce. You know why? You still got Triple H there, right? Triple H had a creative, right? Wasn't he a part of that old angle? It was he, Triple H, who paid off Rikishi to run over Austin. You know you why it's not people? gonna work? You know what? No, I'm talking. I'm talking about like the whole, the whole Brock Lesnar lifting the fucking ring up. Brock Lesnar lifting the fucking ring up. That Stone Cold in the beer truck. Or Stone yeah, Cold with Zamboni. Yeah, I know. But you're not gonna get that in this day and age. You know why? Because I hate to say it, fucking kayfabe is dead. You're not gonna no, get kayfabe these is, angles like kayfabe that. Kayfabe isn't dead. No, kayfabe isn't dead because everybody, everybody a, a month or two ago, were, were on the whole MJF thing. And that's well, yeah, well, shit. Yeah. And people believe it. Yeah, yeah people believe yeah. it. So that's not that's not true. Yeah, that's it's just you won't see that. You won't see that happening in WWE. People, yeah, you're people right. bought you're this. Right. People bought the CM Punk pipe bomb shit. You're right. And so he and, and so they blew that. And so they made a mistake with that. And how they made the mistake with that is the night when John Cena beat Mysterio for the WWE Championship. The uh, Colts personality plays in their building. And then CM Punk comes out there wearing his fucking wrestling gear with new Titan Trons and shit. That's how they killed that. No more. He's no longer the outsider. <laughs> it's just CM Punk is back. Yeah. So they can do it. It's just they can't do it anymore there. You can probably pull something off like that in AEW because AEW feels more like Nitro. Than, than, you now, know, that's what it is. 
How can WWE pull something like that off? How? You can't. You can't. Because they already have that stigma of everything is controlled. That's the thing. It's all controlled. It's a controlled environment. WCW had a controlled environment, right? But they had, they made it look real. This is very Kevin, true. We had Kevin Sullivan back there who was running the shit. You know, you don't have that gritty, that that grittiness. This WWE program looks too clean. That's just it. Just looks. It's just. I mean, from the sets down to all this little, the nice little graphics. It's just there's no grittiness to the show. There's nothing there. It's, WCW but, had WCW had the flashy set. While remember WCW had the flashy set on Nitro while Raw had cardboard letters on, on yeah. out there. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and Raw looked like crap, and Nitro looked you know looked good. Yeah. Whole whole point is that that show is just like I said, so sanitized that if anything was reckless was happening on the show, you can't believe it because you can't believe, oh no, that wasn't supposed to happen. Of course it was supposed to happen. Yeah. But AEW, on the other hand, you but look at the shit. People people the, aren't they're selling so crazy this. over there. Yeah. You would think true. that you know you would think that, oh man, you that wasn't supposed to happen. You're right. You're right. It's not always in a good way either, but yeah, but they 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 can get away with more. They can get away with more on AEW. But how much is that tied to production, though? All of it, because I think I think in some in some aspects, like okay, if you want to go this route, then you have to get rid of the scripted promo. You have to, and you have to let these guys start relying on their heart and. Fucking what what what's happening around them? Just react. Apparently, that's what happened on Monday with that segment with with Bailey. Apparently oh, that's why it was shit. Apparently, yeah, live, that, a lot of it wasn't wasn't scripted. Yeah, and it wasn't supposedly. Good. Yeah, because they're they're afraid to go out there and talk. Yeah, but but this could be the beginning of something. They may fail now, but if if that's the route they're going. And they grow confidence in what the fuck they're doing. We may see some interesting shit come out of it. Or it could be that, damn, you know what? We gave them an opportunity to go out there and cut a promo, and they couldn't do it. So let's just go at the script. And they fucked it up. <laughs> they fucked it up. Give me bullet points. Run. Exactly. Yeah, that could happen too. That could happen too. Yeah, a lot. I think a lot of that has to do with with the fact that a they they are very scripted. B, um, yeah, that environment is is extremely controlled. So surprised they haven't gone back to using the Thunderdome yet with the with the, with the cheers because that's what they usually do that. <laughs> they were using they were Before piping it in. Have, they were they were piping in at Mania too. Have you have you been a part of the Thunderdome? That shit was so. Oh my god. Oh no, I'm talking about I'm talking about not not the Thunderdome Arena. I'm talking about the Thunderdome as far as the crowd goes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, they still do that. You know, they can't go by natural reactions anymore. Nope. Because because you know why? The natural reactions because the crowd is dead. That's why. You know another thing I like to see in the in this whole change is signs. Like a uh, they, I just, they can get rid of them. I, yeah, get rid, get rid no, I think, I think, I think like some of the biggest parts of the of the old days was just like the sheer amount of fucking signs people had. 
Yeah, and you know, it's annoying when you buy four seats and you can't see because some asshole is holding up a sign. Well, bitch, get and money. Keep, but I'm, wants I'm to keep saying, putting up the sign. Wants to keep putting the damn sign up and the sign is shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with them getting rid of signs. Get money, ho. Shit. Yeah. That way you can yeah. sit in the front. You ain't got to worry about shit behind you. Well, well, that's well. See, I do sit in the front. I sit, I sit on the floor. Well, then it ain't your problem. Oh, it, well, it's my problem because if I'm sitting in the if I'm sitting in the second row and some asshole is in the first row and they want to keep standing up with their sign, I can't see what the fuck is going on. You totally missed my whole point about sitting oh, in the totally, front. You're, you're totally in the front. front. I don't, I don't buy the cheap in seats, the front. Sir. I don't sit buy the in the seats. front. Well, then don't sit in the fucking second row. Sit in the front. Sit uh, well, in listen, the front. If Ticket, if Ticketmaster would comply, and 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 when I make a purchase, do what it, do what it's supposed to do, and telling me, oh, somebody just got the tickets after I'm up there fucking buying them, then I would be sitting in the front. And you oh, see my ass on TV, and I have a big old sign is. that says, "Hey, Kaylee, you." Yeah, you would. I know you would. Yeah, exactly. My friends at home watching me with this sign. You'd probably do some yeah. dumbass shit like that. You're darn right I would. Just to prove a point. <laughs> if you do get get a sign, I'm you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy front row seats. And then uh, I'm gonna have a sign that says, Hey Frankie D, bitch, I'm in the front. And I'm gonna be just like that with a smile on me. You know what I'm gonna say? You know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> I don't watch the shit. <laughs> I'm gonna record it and send it to you. Go right ahead, buddy. All right, speaking, let, let's move outside of wrestling. We've covered enough. Oh, thank you. Andor. Andor. Yes. September 21st. Right. The year of our Lord, 2022. Yeah. What are we expecting? Well, we're expecting to see what the Empire has been up to. And, um, we're gonna see what the rebellion is up to, and I like I like the fact that you're gonna see it from two from 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 both sides of the equation. You're gonna see it from the empire side of the point of view, and you're gonna see it from the rebellion's point of view. What was going down there, and what's what's Vader been up to? What's Palpatine up to? So we're gonna probably see all this stuff. We're all all this is gonna be leading up to Rogue One. I, so I think I think they're doing I think I think they're doing their best to bridge that gap, and yeah. I like that they they're they're focusing more on uh, on pre on like they've been focusing more so after Revenge of the Sith leading into a New Hope. So you're they, referring they, to they're focusing more job. on you're, you're you're referring they're focusing more on the legacy characters uh, as opposed to yeah. the bullshit yeah. Disney sequel trilogy. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. And that's and that's what's that's what's right. selling it is is people people just love that era. Uh, of Star Wars, and I think that's yep. what sells it. I, I'm not a fan at all of the tweet, the, the the sequel trilogy. I think it's garbage. Um, how can Ray, you know, be a Palpatine at the end of the movie? She says, you know, she's a Skywalker, but she has no Skywalker blood in her at all. It's it's just <laughs> stupid. So that's just you know that it's just you know stupid things like that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to uh, to the uh, Ahsoka show as well when that comes out, starring Rosario Dawson. Yeah, and uh, Hayden Christensen will also My be returning baby. in that one. Hayden Christensen will be returning in that one as Anakin uh, Skywalker slash Darth Vader, so that should be pretty cool. If you watch, which Rebels is interesting in that Wars. fact, because 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure they're going from Clone Wars into Revenge of the Sith. Based off based off of what I think the timeline is. Because if he's coming back as Anakin, he hasn't he hasn't fully crossed over. Well, we don't know yet. We don't know we don't know if there's gonna be flashbacks. Of, of anything, or we don't know if it's going to be present day. Because yeah, that's they, true, they too. They can go off two. They can go Clone Wars, or they can go Rebels. If you go yeah. Rebels, then it's her versus Darth Vader, which would be a hell of a live-action scene. Would be her Fuck versus... Yeah, well. Would be her versus Vader. That would be kind of cool. So, yeah. they could go They could go in that direction. Same thing with Andor. Andor is basically, like I said, leading up to Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That's what we're leading up to with that one. Mm-hmm. And I think it looks pretty good. I think the cinematography looks fantastic for this, for this show. Um, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people have a, a, a lot of higher hopes for it than Kenobi. Um, and let's see what happens. Kenobi wasn't I, I bad. I don't think Kenobi was bad at all. I thought I, I enjoyed Kenobi. There's certain yeah, things I would have done differently. I actually have that fan cut the guy made. I, I have that. So Where? And can you send this to me? Uh, possibly, but you just can't send it to anybody else. We have to keep yeah, it I won't. from Disney. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I need that. But yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think uh, that series was bad at all. Actually, I thought it huh. did a really good job of uh, like connecting Kenobi to Darth Vader. Not just Anakin yeah. Skywalker. Right. I just think people, you know, they just the excitement break pretty much of having Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen come back to the roles. That's that's right. what, for me, that's what made it special. Because all, all the Star Wars movies, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite one. Because it shows the, the tragic story of... Anakin Skywalker going to the dark side. What made him go to the dark side? Then you have all these other elements there, and you look at at him as pretty much saying, you know what, this dude did all this shit to save his wife, and he, and he lost everything. At the end of the day, he was alone. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that's the story that that's why I like that story. It's, it's basically the it's a real story of good and evil. If you look at it from the perspective of, do you believe in the Jedi and what they stand for? A lot of people don't. A lot of people become delusioned, you know, with the Jedi way. Yeah, yeah. You know and I think. And, I, and I oh, think, by the way, by the way, I, I saw your little post you put out there the other day <laughs> that, you, that you that you directed towards me. You know, I didn't name I didn't name any names. Oh, we knew who you were talking about. I said no. I knew, was I knew I knew exactly who you were talking. About. You were talking about me. <laughs> no, I didn't say I didn't oh, say bullshit. names at all. Bullshit. I say. I didn't say I didn't say anybody's name. I just said you know who this applies to. That's it. Right. You're and it applies to me. And that's fine. I'm I'm no, down I, I'm down with the Sith. I'm down that. with the Sith. Hey, listen, <laughs> I am not afraid of the dark side like you are. I'm not afraid of the dark side either. I'm just not going to that Please. shit. Well, let's make sure you don't have any attachments, pal. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? I mean, if you want to put it, if you want to put here, if you want to put psychology into play here, why do so many people become? Let's let's just look at this from the from this point of view. Why do so many people become disillusioned with the Jedi? Because the Jedi don't want you to have any attachments. You can't have sex. You can't do shit. 
Who said you can't you have can't sex? Do nothing. No attachments, pal. You can't have sex with no attachments? Bullshit. If I'm ha- if I'm having sex, I'm having the attachment. I want all of it. That's what happened with Anakin. That's exactly what happened with Anakin. Anakin, Anakin had that. Anakin got Padme, and he loved that attachment. He loved it. No, he just no. They don't want us having this. No attachments, bro. Don't fall in love with the P. That is rule number one. Don't fall in love with the P. You can get it. Just don't fall in love with it. Ah, well, that's too late for me. That that's what the Sith do. They get it. They fall in love. They want the moon and the stars. You know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. One of these days, one one of these days coming up, we're gonna do a Patreon exclusive episode. And it's going to be nothing but Star Wars, and we're going to talk psychology of Let's Star do Wars. Because I have a lot of shit to say. I, I want to bring up Count Dooku and his reason for going to, to, to the dark side. I want to bring up the Grand Inquisitor and his reason for going to the dark side. I want to bring up Ahsoka Tano and her reason for fucking leaving the Order. Okay, we can do that. But only, Man, right. only, only, we got to have two more people. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, I was about to say some bullshit. Go ahead. No, no, no. We got to have two more people in here. People who really okay. understand Star Wars. And that is Jedi and, and uh, Silverback. We got to have those two guys in here. You know, that's a very racist saying for you to say. Call somebody a Silverback. That's his call sign, bro. Silverback. That's very racist. Rob Silverback. No, it's not. It's a call sign. Yes, that's racism. Your racism is showing. <laughs> It's a call sign. Rob Gibbons. We got to have him in here. Him and him and Jedi. Oh, okay. We got to have both of them in. And who are they? The biggest Star Wars fans I know. There can be. Huh? They can be. How how is that? Because anybody ain't got a fucking Star Wars Darth Vader lightsaber lamp over here, and you damn sure don't have a fucking lightsaber hanging on your wall. Sir. And you don't have you. Anakin, and you don't have Anakin Skywalker and uh Ahsoka Tano sitting over here either because they're sitting right there. Sir, the man has the movie reel of all the movies on his walls. Do you want a cookie? You don't have that. The movie no, reel. I, I don't have no 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 I don't have that. I, I'm, I just got into it a few years ago. I don't have all that yet. Okay, yeah. So these guys are but serious. but 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 I do have the original script from Halloween signed by Nick Castle. Oh, I that's that. great. It's not Star Wars though. It doesn't so matter. We're gonna have a Star Wars discussion. We sure will. And the Sith will prevail, like we always do. No, they won't. 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 You know, if you believed in the Sith, you asked when they got COVID. Bullshit. <laughs> That's bullshit. It's because I was around. I have the, the power. I have the power to save you. <laughs> bullshit. That's why. That's why. You promise somebody you have the power to do some shit, and then be like, all right, I'll join you, motherfuckers. And then guess right. what? Your power don't fucking work when I join you. Now I got to do some extra shit. 
Now I gotta go. Like. I gotta go kill a hundred fucking planets just to feel omnipotent around this motherfucker. When you promised you know, me omnipotence, when I joined you, motherfuckers, you, that's what you did. You promised me that I was gonna have the power. No, he didn't. To do he said, all types of shit. No, he didn't. He said that he would teach him. He would. They would find. He didn't teach him a motherfucking said. thing. That's all he did. he did was no. He didn't. He didn't teach him shit. Hey, listen, right, we, we we'll, don't we'll actually save act. we'll save all that because right now you're sounding like Toby. <laughs> hey, he teach him a motherfucking thing. Shit. Uh-huh. This is like here, go do this, go do this. What the fuck am I learning? What what am I learning? I'm well, learning all this shit on my own. Oh, watch out. Angry black man's out here. Ooh. <laughs> what the fuck am I learning from you? Nothing. Oh. I'm just going on oh. countless fucking missions. And then I got to grow the force by my oh, fucking he's self. he's going off. Oh, hey, listen, calm down. We don't want you losing the lung. Not because it's some bullshit. <laughs> Just calm bullshit. down, buddy. All right, buddy, calm down. It's fiction. Calm down. Calm down. It's fiction. God, you're going crazy over there. God. <laughs> some old bullshit. Yeah, it, it is bullshit. It's bullshit the way you think. I don't think like a Sith. Well, hey. So what else, what else? What else we got, partner? Oh, we went. Through, damn, we went through that quick. Yeah, we did. We See, that's did. the thing with the. That's the thing that happens. We went through it real quick because, like, like you know, thing we didn't talk about because we ain't at full, full. You know, we just wanted to put something out there. You know what I mean? Let people know that we alive. You know what I mean, well, well, you know, they know I'm alive, but we had to make sure you alive. I'm alive, motherfuckers. I'm alive. All right. Right, you know, we have to get, you know, <laughs> funky like a monkey. <laughs> to the pay the baby. Yeah, exactly, like the pay the. <laughs> Somebody said that shit on the wrestling show. I forgot. I think it was Jim Ross. I couldn't laugh because I had COVID. But he said, oh, going oh, to oh. pay <laughs> I know one thing. I, I know one thing you can, you can talk about right quick as we as we end this uh, episode. No, it's why why Because you watched it. Why don't you talk about Ric Flair's last match? Oh, thank you. Um, now, before you start, I have to say, I think that Jeff Jarrett did a phenomenal job building that shit up. I watched the podcast with him and Conrad Thompson, My World. Mm-hmm. It was it was excellent what, what they did there. Jeff Jarrett should be doing creative instead of running live events. They should have that dude on the creative team at WWE. Because he put that whole I would, thing. I would that go was further than that. That's I would go him. further than that. I would say as a heel, Jeff Jarrett carried that match. <clears throat> as a heel, he did. He carried that match. Yeah. He took all the heat. He got all the heat from the crowd. That was his hometown. And he had his hometown people hating him. Like he and took second, all the heat. And, and, and Jay Lethal as well. Yeah. And it was such a natural story. If you look at the buildup to that. And and Jay Lethal, oh yeah, it was perfect. And you know, saying you know, I you know, I want to be on that show. And Rick telling you're just an opening match guy, and you know all that. Just 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 the story they told there was excellent. That whole build up was, it was great. It was perfect. You know, telling Rick getting his ass beat out there and telling Jerry, you know, fuck you, Jerry. So because yeah. I told you to fuck off, you know, <laughs> when he was trying to help him up, that was great, dude. That whole build up was just excellent, and and then followed up. On the show, and I knew it was bullshit. I knew it was kayfabe. I got it, but I this is what I'm talking about. 
if I could watch something and get lost in it, and I got a lost in it, you know what I mean? I let my, you know, smart markness, I guess, and critique this, I let it go to just watch this thing unfold. And it was excellent. I actually, that that right there, I actually enjoyed. It was great the way they what they did there. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm, and then they, they had the actual match. The actual the actual match, uh, for what it was, because it was a lot of Rick went out and played his hits. You know what I mean? He went out and did what he right. could, played his hits, you know, uh the chops weren't chopping like they used to, but you know, it's Ric Flair. Who gives a fuck at this point? Right. The man's 73 years old. You know he ain't going to be what he was. But the psychology of the match was still there. Uh, everybody in the match did a, a, a great job. Rick got tired towards the end. Uh, Andrade had to carry it a little bit. But they got him to the finish line. And for, why for everything... Would, why, no, I was, was going to say, why would, why would they not follow up with this on Dynamite with Andrade and Jay Lethal. I don't know. I don't that know. That could be a hot feud. Because Lethal it ain't could doing be. shit. They gonna drive him out to Wardwell. But the problem you have with that right now is yeah. both of them are heels. So you, you don't have to have Andrade as a heel. You can turn Andrade into a face. Unless they want to just do that strictly for the Rick for his last match, but then it makes no sense. You could you could play off of that shit. That could be some real life, you know, you can play off of that. I mean, it's just it, like it, when, it, when, it, it, just like CM Punk and Coca Banner. You know, let's see the shit, please. We know about it, but let's see. Let's let's actually see them do something with it. Or CM Punk working with Jay Lethal. We know we, we know what's up. Yep. Let's let's just see what happens. But here's the thing with that: the problem is that Jay Lethal will go out there and mop the floor with CM Punk. Oh yeah, he'll fucking. Destroy that's what. It, what that's what would happen. So you know, that's probably why we won't see it. But other than that, yeah, I just you know the the psychology, like I said, psychology wise, going into the shit. I didn't see the match, but the psychology oh, it was going into notch. the story, the story they told to get there, it was unbelievable. And if people, no, everything you about watched that. Go to yeah, go to YouTube. Go to my was, go to Jeff Jarrett's My World YouTube page, and you can watch Kevin Conrad Thompson go at it. It was kind of yeah. tongue in cheek or whatever, but it was funny as hell. And Jeff Jarrett was up there screaming, you know, laughing his ass off. He was telling a story about Rick Ferrer talking about, oh, you, you busted me up the hard way. That shit was funny as fuck, dude. <laughs> so you busted, oh, they busted me the hard way. And then he said, when Jamie so hit him in the summer, he's like, oh, you hit me in the summer where I have my stitches. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this shit is hilarious. This is comedy. This yeah. is fucking comedic but shit. This the, is gold. the element, the element of real was there, and even Absolutely. in the match, even in the right. match, it was like we're not here. We're not here to to celebrate you, Ric Flair. We're here to fucking destroy right. you. You know what I mean? Like we're trying to get rid of you, like get you the fuck away from here because of and like the angle was great, man, right. and the story they told, the story they told up until the end of that match, great. And you know what's funny about that? We're, we're, we're getting excited here talking about a 73-year-old Ric Flair going up against a 35-year-old yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. What what is what does that tell you? Yeah, it was it was awesome. I'm not I'm not gonna front. That shit was yeah. awesome. And if even even the undercard was the undercard was pretty decent too. And just yeah, the mere fact, 
the mere fact that you had Mick Foley, The Undertaker, and Bret Hart at ringside. At ringside. And then you also had people in there, DDP. I, I heard they played Diamond Dallas Pages WCW music on the show. Yeah, they did. Hit somebody with the diamond cutter, walked out, sat by The Undertaker. I was like, that's that's some crazy shit. Like, even The Undertaker himself just being in the building was newsworthy. Right. Well, he does like, like that shit. And they addressed him as The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff. So that's cool. That's that's what's up. Yeah, that was pretty but, it was um, decent. I guess they weren't they weren't worried about getting sued as far as music goes. I mean, oh, you gonna sue me for a WCW song that hasn't been heard since two thousand one? Yeah, like yeah. no one's gonna care. <laughs> no. Plus, it's well, Joe Rock. Tell that to WWE. They think yeah. also they're, they're gonna sue us. Oh my god, they're, they're gonna sue us for this song. No one gives a fuck. No one's watched. Do what you want, right? Yep. Just do what you want. Exactly. All right, man, final thoughts. Know. My you final know, thoughts. Final thoughts? Nope. My final thoughts is uh, I ain't got no final thoughts. Oh, you're not going to hit your stick? Nah, bro. I got I, I got more important fish to fry. Okay. I love that catfish. What type of catfish? Hmm? What type of catfish? I like catfish fillets. Are we... Okay. Okay. Thanks for clarifying that. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this has been No Gimmicks, you guys, on the DFPN. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah. 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 I don't know about that, homeboy. <laughs> this catfish song, you say the fuck away from me. Just remember that. <laughs> oh, shit. I was trying to go out yeah. there before that came out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you might want to oh, edit shit. that. <laughs> nope. I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Come back next time. Here on the DFPN, this has been No Gimmicks. Till next time, you guys be safe. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Deuces. Yo, if you dug this episode, and I hope you did, Stay tapped in. Scroll up. There's a new episode of Normalized Growth coming right up for you guys. So stay tapped in. Thank you for listening to that fella podcast network. Peace. I'm not saying so much interest in trying to say what it's going to be. I don't know. But, uh...